So today we talking about the craziness with the sanitizers, right? I mean, I mean, I've been thinking about this from the beginning of, of COVID, you know, and I feel like we kind of talked about it before just privately, how people are just, even though I was hearing on the news, you know, they were telling folks, soap and water, soap and water, just wash your hands. Um, but the sanitizer thing, like it was just the biggest year, I think, for sanitizers. <laughs> for money making, money making. Yeah. And when, so recently we went to Trader Joe's, okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm in the car waiting, you know, a family member was there shopping and I'm in the car waiting and we looking at the line and we see it look like the Trader Joe's employee because there's a long line of people outside it looked like he was spraying people's hands with sanitizer before they could come inside so we're like wait is this now like a mandatory thing <laughs> and I'm like no hold up wait it can't be mandatory okay let's stop with the hashtag fake news all right let's really look at this thing so I I start to really pay attention to what's going on in the line and I see people just putting their hands out and he's spraying and they go inside and they put their hands out. But then I saw one guy go in and just go in. So I'm like, oh, it looked like people are just, they're asking for the sanitizer. And so he just have it in his hand. Maybe he's out there asking people, hey, do you want some sanitizer? You know, mm -hmm. but this there's you know we have we've gone through this thing you know we understand hopefully people understand this is not a virus that you can escape yes. unfortunately you can do your best to to become a recluse but i don't i don't really see how it's possible to escape a virus that's airborne right and so adding chemicals because these sanitizers have phthalates and triclosans, both of which weaken the immune system, which is the huge irony in this. You're killing healthy bacteria on the skin that makes for a strong immune system. Plus it has these chemicals that weaken the immune system and they add to obesity and diabetes, which make people more ri uh, risk of uh, prone to getting COVID-19 and not only getting it, but dying from it, right? Because all of us really have to get, like, I don't see how we cannot get it. You understand? It's airborne. But they said something about you can get it in your eyes. So pretty soon they spray the eyes. Yeah? <laughs> you know, I just don't, you know, it doesn't. So it's like, you're going to get it. So what are you going to do when you get it? Right. That is really, that is the conversation I've been having, at least with my close family members since the beginning. How are you preparing yourself for the event that you have, you get it? Cause just, you, just, you, you will get it. You don't wait until you get it to prepare yourself to fight. Exactly. It. You'll, you'll <laughs> do the right thing by, you know, like I always say to people, like what happened they start telling people since COVID to wash hands. That is something that is from the get-go. Mm. Wash your hands all the time. Wash your hand before you eat. Wash your hand before you shake somebody's hand. You enter somebody <laughs> else, you enter somebody else, ask them where the bathroom is. Go wash your hand, you come back and you can greet people. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't want to, to have sanitize up my doorway for people wipe their hands. No, I would not do that. Okay? You come into my house and you, you know, you want to, you wash your hands. 
Um, I just feel that they get a little carried away with this, but I think before, before I stray, because I can stray easy, let me just stay on the topic. Um, I think that you should work on your immune system regardless there is a virus or not. Mm -hmm. This way you can prepare your body to fight off. There's a thing called fight off because I told you before that I never had the flu, but I had symptoms of the flu. What kind of and symptoms? Every year I get what you call maybe three, four hours of uncomfortableness, like scratchy throat. Hmm. Three, never four hours. <laughs> hours of it. And I know, but it don't go further than there. They and then what you do, what you do, what make it stop at four hours and not go into the fifth hour? Different from what I do. Nothing different. Because Sam, seriously, nothing different. Because I don't believe in, 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 in telling yourself, oh, I'm going to get a headache, so I'm going to take an aspirin. No. If you get a headache, if I get a headache, I know I drink peppermint tea and it's gone because... I already tell myself that mm -hmm. when it come on to viruses, there is antibiotics out there that you can prepare yourself all the time for viruses and colds, you know, flu, fevers, all them things. So I think preparation is the best for everything. If you're going to go to your bed at night, you want to make your bed, right? That you get right. a good Okay. But I think you should prepare your body for that, you know? I just think I got a dream last night. I think we can incorporate this in the dream. I dreamed to my mother who is gone now what, seven, six, 16 years. And I made a pot of vegetable soup, which I always do. But my main ingredients in the vegetable soup is always celery. The big pack of celery. And as a matter of fact, I get it from Costco. I, when the soup was finished cooked, I saw the big pack of celery in the soup in the plastic bag, same way. And it was frightening to me. And then mom said to me, it's okay, just give me the soup. I gave her the soup, but I said to her, but all that wax from the plastic boil out in what you're drinking. Yeah. She said, she said it's okay, you eat the celery. Isn't that something? <laughs> she said, it's okay. She said, she just said, bless it. <laughs> Oh, remember now, you know, the celery don't come out of the plastic. It cook in the plastic. Yeah, she basically cooked the plastic. She drank the soup, but she tell me must eat the celery. Mm -hmm. So that's telling me something. What does it tell you? Celery is good for you. <laughs> You're the one who always talk about celery juice. Celery is good for you. Celery juice is good. Plastic is not. If you don't understand what I'm saying, the plastic never come out. Well, I mean, I understand, but when it steam in the plastic bag, so it has some effect from the plastic. Yeah. But it was just a weird dream, though. Yeah, very that's, that's a very weird, interesting dream. But that's but, another thing. Soup can prepare you to deal with COVID, and it depends on what you put in your soup. Yeah, you know, anti-inflammatory foods, the ginger, the turmeric, oh. the garlic, onion, yeah. Yeah, G-bombs, you know, we want to go back to the the basics, the beginning, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, seeds. Because the creator prepared all those things for us. Mm -hmm. And if you're the Bible, you've seen there, where all these things, the herbs and the spices is what you use and take care of sick people. So yeah. those, so, you know. 
Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, we want to spend time encouraging healthy lifestyles, right? Um, And once we do it as a collective, hopefully, eventually the government will catch on, the media will catch on. (laughs) Um, Because the, like I said, in these sanitizers, you have triclosans and phthalates, right? That Mm -hmm. disrupt the endocrine system, weaken the immune system. They have studies that's, that's causing obesity and diabetes. Obesity and diabetes put you at risk uh, from dying of COVID, right? So we're not we're not even talking about getting COVID because we understand everybody's at risk to get COVID just by living, <laughs> you know, <laughs> by living on this earth at this time, you know. Um, but the dying from it, you know, if there are some people who like, there's really nothing they can do because they're just at risk. They just need to do the best they can and become a recluse as much as possible. And that's people with type one diabetes. Um, you know, you have some kind of autoimmune disease that it doesn't matter what, how healthy your diet is, you're not going to overcome this disease, right? We understand those people are there, they're out there, they exist, you know, and this is a tough time for them. The rest yeah. of the folks now doing the most, right? <laughs> with the sanit- with all the sanitizer. That time I went to New York, I was coming back and the literally the whole plane was spraying. And I'm like, I can't even breathe up in this plane. Everybody had a bottle of spray. They was disinfecting the air on the plane, mind you, disinfecting their surroundings sanitizing the guy next to me was sanitizing his hand at least once every hour i just thought it was just people have a problem though yeah it's becoming the neurotic now you know and so um so you know what it has me kind of thinking like we have all these chemicals in these products that are being pushed uh with with the idea the notion that it will make you healthier somehow using these sanitizers is going to save you right but they have these chemicals that are causing obesity and diabetes what you know other than us just like you know using some healthier versions like for example you can make hand sanitizer with essential oils and, yes. and alcohol. So it doesn't have like, you know, but alcohol itself too is drying to the skin. Very, very drying. But, but if you put essential oil in alcohol, it's much safer. Yeah. Cause I've no, I've, I've been in situations where I go hiking and you don't want to go into the porter potty, but you want to like kind of clean your hands. Having a little essential oil sanitizer is helpful. You know, well, I don't use, I don't use, um, uh, uh, sanitizer in the house I make my own I told you before with the vinegar and the alcohol and the lemon juice Mm -hmm. I mean the fresh lemon juice and I make up my own because it's just you know just us here so for cleaning and disinfecting yeah we don't have have visitors no visitors are allowed anyhow you have you have visitors no visitors I don't invite nobody to the house. But you have uncle, uncles coming over. <laughs> uncle Dan, uncle Dan is yes. like, uncle Dan is like a, a but a he don't live there. But he's like a household member. But I wait, <laughs> when, but when he come in though, the first thing I tell him is to go wash his hands. 
Yeah, he don't live there though, so he would be considered a visitor. Yeah, but he's the only person. And I, I, I need to start taking his pressure when he comes in. But I, I, <laughs> his pressure or his temperature? <laughs> I, I, I do it with the back of my hand, you know? Yeah, so right there already, you done passing to him or he passing to what? you. Guess what? Guess what? Not to show up or anything, because yeah. when I boast, I boast in the Lord. I'm covered. Mm -hmm. I'm covered. And not with plastic, but I'm covered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we also need to cover Uncle Dan. Well, I'm I'm trying, but Uncle Dan have to cover him <laughs> also. We need to cover him in prayer and um with any no hands because that we could transfer COVID that way. Mm. Um but yeah, just you know, all these chemicals in the environment, I'm just thinking that there's an opportunity there. You know. Sorry. <laughs> this this conversation is so interesting that <laughs> it just made it you yawn just right at the right moment <laughs> in making me hungry it's, it's very interesting because this we don't know when this thing is going to stop right this is like the news so that's i'm like you know if we're going to push something we need to be pushing some healthy alternatives and make those alternatives accessible exactly and before you go further just one thing mm -hmm. You're saying that everybody gonna get COVID. That's fine. But everybody don't have to die from COVID. But right. what's gonna happen when you go to the hospital and they put you on the ventilator? It messes up your lungs forever. And that's your lungs and your brain. And that's a that's a that's very factual. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what they're saying on the news. Yeah, oh, we've been we've been we've been knowing about that from this day one. That, that the ventilator is dangerous. Everybody, yes, the ventilator is very dangerous. You don't want to go to the hospital and go on it. Well, some people never come back home, but you don't want to go on it. It's best if when you get COVID, you stay in your own house till you get better. So this is where this is the this is the hot topic, right? <laughs> because you know, I know. I know for me personally, and I'm not going to tell anybody to do this because we live in such a fear culture and victim uh, culture where people be like, oh, so-and-so said blah, blah, blah. No, you take responsibility for your own health, right? And your own choices. I know for me personally, you ain't going to see me at the hospital showing up for anything, especially now, <laughs> you know, before COVID, you really wasn't about to see me <laughs> unless I'm taking someone else there who asked me to take them there. But the hospital is not something I do. You understand? I would need to literally break a leg to show up there. Right. That's, so, yep. so that's just me personally. Now with the COVID situation, there are folks that are in fear who have not been eating the healthiest way. And that was a choice that they were making from the beginning, or they have some kind of situation and yeah, you could choose. I know, I know someone in my family right now who is overweight, um, has COVID um, or symptoms. He hasn't gone to the doctor to get any diagnosis, but he's been having trouble breathing for a while. And um, he's not going to the hospital because he is like you. He's like, you know, if I go there, that's it for me. You know, that place is just not going to help me. 
that's his choice. That's where he's staying at home. Now, there's some other folks who, you know, uh, who have illnesses and, you know, they haven't really been catering to themselves. And so, you know, there will be some health practitioners will be like, you know, that's dangerous for you to tell those folks to stay home, you know, but I can only tell you that I, I take agency for my body. Like I, I eat clean. I understand nutrition. I understand herbs that I can take. Neem is a great one to have on hand before COVID. And especially now, you know, when an infection strike and you need, you need something powerful to like, go after it. Neem is really great. Neem um, is good. And you can also, <clears throat> you can also um, blend garlic and uh, ginger and onion mm -hmm. in hot water, strain it and drink it. That yeah. will hold it to the ground. And then you can't eat inflammatory foods, you know, meat, dairy, eggs, refined sugar, um, you know, uh, having fried foods, things that are feeding, feeding that kind of disease, yeah, basically yeah. feeding illness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so eating clean, 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 like you have to do it, you know, you have to get yourself together because this COVID situation is going after folks who, um, you know, for the, for the folks who don't have irreversible diseases, right? Irreversible autoimmune illnesses are going after people who haven't really been prioritizing their health and their self-care. Now, there are people too in the community who are dealing with uh, obesity um, or being overweight that, you know, they, they probably think they eat clean. Of course, there, we can always eat cleaner, you know, um, unless you're, unless you're a hundred percent raw foodie, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, that you can, and even that, unless you're 80, 10, 10, a hundred percent raw foodie, there's always a place to get cleaner with your diet. You know, I just feel like most of us are basically there where we know we could even do, we can even do better, you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, like, with um though that's that's your recipe to to get covid and recover from it as quickly as possible i know that i i probably had it twice this year back in february and in october where it had me down for a week and i was just so tired like the first time was painful 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 i felt like you know that the area where they stick in the thing up where they're doing the tests, at least they used to do it that way. I don't know if they're still doing it where they put it in your nose all the way to like where the nose and the throat meet. <laughs> I had it, I had it done. It was painful, I, right? I didn't think it went that far. It's just uncomfortable. Well, the, that part, the, where it goes all the way back, there's like the connection yeah, they're trying to get, you know, that solution. That there. is exactly where when I had in February, where it felt like, um, like wood chops or wood chips or splinters, it just so felt so dry and it was painful and it hurt. 
And I was so tired, so tired, you know? And so I definitely was laying down, you know, and I know they tell people not to lay down and da, da, da. all I know is I know my body more than any doctor. And so I, supposed, when you go to the doctor, you, you have to tell the doctor what's wrong with you. Yeah. But the, and the thing is from my entire life going to the doctors like, and I leave, I'm like, why did I even like, she, she only told me what I already knew, <laughs> you know? And now I know even more than back then in terms of nutrition and herbs and different things that I can use, you know? So, you know, I think it's like, it's really, it's a personal choice really. Yeah. Like um, how confident do you feel in your health at this point? And if you don't feel that confident, then it, make, it may make sense for you to go to a doctor. Well, yes. I mean, if you have conditions and I'm gonna tell you this, if people have conditions right now, they need to see their doctor because um and and they're not making food they're not making healthy food exactly. choices exactly you know exactly. what i'm saying so it's yeah. like those people like you you can't really get a pass it's not like where some people they pick up the bible and they're like okay this verse and that verse i like and the rest of it i don't like but you know, it's like, no, like this is, this is, this is a serious situation. Yeah. Like I believe this part of the Bible, but I don't believe this part. Yeah. Yeah. This, this COVID thing is really life or death for some it's people. And I know for myself, it is not death for me because I know what I've been doing. I know the state of my body right now. And I know the tools that are available to me. I also have an understanding that I could die right? And this has nothing to do with COVID. This is before, after, way after, you know, I could die at any moment from anything, right? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And when that point comes and happens, it's because that is when that is supposed to happen. I have fulfilled my mission here that God has placed me here to do. It may not be something I'm saying, oh, you know, like I say, my mission is to eradicate type two diabetes, Mm -hmm. I may not see that in my lifetime. I most likely won't, but, but God placed that in my heart to do my part, to push the ball forward. You know what I'm saying? Like Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth, like all these people did what they needed to do to, to push the ball forward. Even George Floyd, his life was like, like a sacrifice for this whole world to have an evolution. It was the catalyst for conversation and movement and change of minds and who knows what's going to come next but you know right. and, and we we all mourn his death you know it's sad at the same time ultimately if we believe that god is all um and everything happens for a reason his life had purpose while he was living his death also had purpose um and i believe the same with mine you know anything can and i'm not gonna oh you know i'm not gonna be um in fear of dying yeah. because that's what's promised and that's not the end right we believe in as christians life everlasting life eternal right i think it was dr phil is it dr phil or this guy on oprah who wrote the book the purpose driven life mm -hmm. we all have a purpose in this life and we have to know what our purpose is you understand? Sometimes our purpose is for self to take care of herself. Then taking care of oneself, you can be an example to hundreds of people. Yeah. Because 
you know, people gonna stop and ask you, why your skin looks so good? At how old are you again? Are you <laughs> your skin looks so good? And then that's how you get into a conversation and then you help somebody. Yeah. You know, because your skin looking good doesn't automatically come like that. It's it's work. The work that you you're doing toward taking care of yourself and making yourself healthy. And you don't even realize how good it will make your skin look, but somebody will see it and ask the question and mm-hmm. then say to themselves, Oh, I better start eating like that. It's just like just like talking to someone who feel like they have no belief, no trust, and you're trying to tell them how you reach where you reach because you put your trust in God. You're spreading the word. Everybody might not listen, but few people will listen. Mm-hmm. And they'll do that and help themselves to know that they have to put their trust in God in everything they do. If you're going <laughs> to get into a discipline of eating well, you got to trust God to know that it will work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And trust God, like you can go to the hospital and not come out or you can, you know, if, if death is in the cards for you, right, you can go to the hospital and find it or you can stay home and find it ultimately now is a great time since we're in a global timeout to really be about the work of God and make the most of this life while we have it and make smart decisions you know if you if you feel like you're too weak at this time to make the necessary changes in your life you know to get healthier right this hasn't pushed you this situation hasn't really pushed you enough to make dietary changes then go about just doing the work of God and make sure you go to the doctor if something pop off, you know, if something is not half is not, you know, acting right within you, just go yeah. to the doctor, you know, Wait. ultimately you have to give it up all to God because that is the only entity in control of this whole situation. Exactly. Because guess you what? The church, the churches are closed, but God is not closed. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's so interesting when in your life, my life, well, in my life, I've never seen something like this in my living. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, you don't go to church for a month and you feel guilty, but no, this is going to eight months. Can you believe you have, that? You have no choice of matter. Yes. But guess what? And the same way it helped this, this time help people to connect to God more because it draw me closer. We could only hope, but there's so much talk of fear, you know, and worry that, um, you know, fear and worry are not spiritual practices. No, that because- is not, if you have faith in God and understand that God is all, right? We believe that God is omnipotent, omniscient, mm-hmm. right? Then we shouldn't be in fear of, who will be the next president? No. Who will respond or react when he becomes? I mean, these things, you know, these are really real conversations. Like, you know, we've never, we've never lived in COVID before. We've never no. been under a pandemic and had all sorts of businesses and industries shut down and all Is these people out of a job. Yeah, it's the first time. And then you have. A, a very divisive um, president, you know. <laughs> the first and... time I've seen in my life the election that went, and 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 I see such a a win, and it's in question. I've never seen that before. Not right. in this 
like folks trying to undermine democracy, but folks are calling me, asking me how I feel. And let me tell you how I feel. I feel God is good. And God got it before, during, and after. God is the beginning and the end, the alpha Amen. and the omega. That's and right. so I don't have to worry about it. The whoever's president, not my concern. Why? Because God got it. You know what I'm saying? And we have a president over the president. Exactly. <laughs> because, because God is good all the time. If it's uh -oh. a Republican in office or a Democrat in office. <laughs> God is good. Yes. And so once you have God and you're focused on God and you're focused on God's work, all you can, all you can feel or see is opportunity Exactly. That's in front of us. What, exactly. How do we create the world we want to live in? One that is not a fear, right? If we are living in a, in a fear uh, society, fear-based society, that means people have lost their perspective on God. They have lost God. They have disconnected themselves from God. And we need to help folks reconnect in however way you feel more, most passionate, you know, to do that to well, faith, faith is very important in one's life because if if one of faith they can remember and know that they can trust god because god made a promise that he will never leave us or forsake us right it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we're not gonna suffer we, we will suffer like everybody else but guess what he walking through it with us because he know what suffering is mm -hmm. it's not nothing new to him yes he walked through it with us and suffering is part of <clears throat> the growth. journey and the growth, exactly. So much growth has happened for me personally during this COVID experience. There, you know, with all the racial tension and political turmoil, like I was so broken, like many black women that I talked to, like just completely exhausted, hurt you know um just march, really march and april i cried a lot yeah lots of crying we grieved for our people globally you know and then then in that process i was searching i was seeking because i don't like to feel like bad depleted empty you know these were these were the feelings and emotions that i was feeling and that's not a place that i like to stay just like if i you know feel like i'm getting something or i feel whatever you know i have my herbal cabinet i have my essential oils i have all my things you know to make my life better to make me feel better <clears throat> and emotionally i wasn't feeling good and so I was seeking and searching and in that seeking and searching, I got reconnected to God and I realized how I managed to fall down this, this rabbit hole is because I forgot who is really in control. I forgot who I am. I had to remember who I am. Exactly. Right. I'm a child of God. God is able, God is all. And he, and I was redirected too, because the beginning of 2020, which I, who told me to do that? I was reading the Bible 
And all of those stories, I didn't read the whole thing, right? Because I was getting really uh, disappointed in how the Bible was portraying a God I felt I knew, right? <laughs> I was like, the way you're doing God in this book, I don't approve, you know? <laughs> um, but the stories that I managed to read came back, they, they served as great examples for all the things that would happen after this year with George Floyd and the president and how he's acting and everything that's going on, you know? Um, th they served as examples, just the stories that, that, um, that I read. And so it's like, God, God have me, I see how God is working in my life and he have me on a journey and everything that is being put in front of me is for a lesson I'm supposed to learn. Exactly. You know? And yes. my time on earth will be up once I learn all the lessons that I'm here to learn, you know, and I don't know when that time comes. It's exactly. not, it's not for me to be in fear of that time. It's just more for me to really take advantage of this time to learn right. the lesson, evolve, grow, and support the entire community in evolving and growing. Exactly. You know? True word, sister, true. Yeah. You want to pray yeah. us out? Yes. Eternal, most holy, most loving God. I thank you for this moment in time that we can have this discussion. You said in your word, God, where two and three are gathered together in your word, you're there to bless us and do us good. I do hope that everyone who hear the sound of our voices will be blessed by this little uh, hints or little things we passed on to them, just how to take care of their health that you have so blessed us with. Lord, we ask you to touch our body, mind, and spirit at this time and help to help us to be disciplined enough to take care of ourselves, our body, which is your temple, dear God. These and all I ask in your name. Amen.